Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy. Not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old Shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I'm very excited about our guest this week, but I have a feeling you're even more excited than I am. So please let everyone know who's joining us. She's a hospice social worker. She's got a blog called hospicefromtheheart.blogspot.com featuring all her poetry. And she's a poet whose book of poetry, From the Heart, you could get on Amazon. And she's my mother. What? It's Mary Lou Rennie. Yay! Yay! I'm so happy you guys asked me to be here. Oh, we're so honored that you've decided to join us. (laughs) Thank you for, and we're recording on Mother's Day. That's true. Did you ever think years ago you'd be recording a podcast <laughs> with your son on Mother's Day? No, and I didn't think that a week ago or a month ago either. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I did spring this on you. Yes. Mm. No, but that's okay. I love I love working with you all. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're a wonderful person to work with. <laughs> Great collabs. We have hosted shows together. We That's hosted uh, Mother's Day shows at mm-hmm. the UCB Theater together. That's right. Multiple times. Those magnificent moms. That's right. Now, mom, do you have any, this is a movie podcast, as you probably know. Do you have any fond memories of going to the movies with us as the, with the kids? 
Oh, absolutely. We used oh. to go, you know, and but it would be shows that you could laugh at, though I'll never forget <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yes. Because <laughs> um, um, I get nervous when anybody, I like comedies more, not scary part. And I told you, you had to warn me every time anything was going to happen. And when that <laughs> dinosaur fell through the roof I totally jumped in my seat you couldn't stop laughing I <laughs> yes <laughs> it was as if the velociraptor was coming after your legs yeah. <laughs> and you walked out of Indiana Jones in the Temple of the Doom it was too gory remember we went for like oh, my birthday your birthday yeah. yeah and i waited i waited in the lobby because you had you had kids from your birth you were like about 10 or something and you, you guys all handled it and i couldn't you you weren't into that scene where they rip someone's heart out of their chest i don't remember i didn't that think she got to that it was oh, the dinner scene the, oh the snakes sure the snakes and the the gross monkey the brain. monkey brains and all sure, that sure. stuff <laughs> you've never liked suspense though like you don't like um in uh, like Lord of the Rings, we saw the first one. Like there's a, someone gets like their head chopped off. And I remember you went, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time I was with a friend. I am also the only one in the family who likes horror movies. For some reason, I'm somehow, I huh. emerge, I don't know why. I, mean, I think we could guess probably. <laughs> but um, I was watching Carrie with a friend and like it was at the very end, the climactic scene. And then I think um, my friend had never seen it before. And then you walked into the kitchen and said like, oh, did you see the part where her hand pops out of the grave? <laughs> oh, so scary. And it hadn't happened, it hadn't happened yet. Seconds away from happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't take me to the movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, do you, uh, you went to Catholic school. Do you have a big affinity for mon nuns, mom? Like, do you like nuns? Sure. They they were probably pretty spiritual people, but like the movie <laughs> Sister Act, because I went to Catholic school, there oh, yeah. was one scene when they sang um, My God instead of My Guy to right. it. And I remember I could not stop laughing and that poor <laughs> man sitting in front of me because I, I, I could not stop myself because you could relate to it on a certain level. <laughs> what were the nuns like at your like Catholic school? Pretty strict. It was all academic more. Um, you didn't you didn't have cooking classes or acting classes. It was pretty <laughs> academic. And when I went to public school as a freshman, I was academically a year ahead. And I thought, hey, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can relax this year. Yeah. <laughs> and these nuns. kids are like, cool, listening to rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> John, did you have nuns growing up? Because you're a Did Catholic. we have nuns? Yeah. Were there nuns in your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom famously said she was considering being a nun until she met my father. Oh, her uh, the he, captain to your exactly Maria. To Maria. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, I did not go to Catholic school, so there were not like nuns in my life. But my my grandfather, one of my grandfather's cousins was a priest. So anytime we had a family gathering, there was always a priest, uh, usually pretty drunk in the corner um, <laughs> for the holidays and whatnot. And his name was Father Hickey, of all things. That was his okay. name. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Now, speaking of nuns, sure, sure, why not? Let's get into it. <laughs> Today, we're talking about the sound of music. John, what's the deal with the sound of music? Mark, let me tell you the deal with the sound of music. 
It was directed by Robert Wise with a screenplay by Ernest Lehman, adapted from the stage musical with a book by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krauss with music by Richard Rogers and lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II, based on the memoir, The Story of the Trap Family Singers by Maria von Trapp. And it tells the heartwarming tale of Maria, a tomboyish postulant at an Austrian abbey who becomes a governess in the home of a widowed naval captain with seven children. She brings a new love of life and music into the home and finds a way to survive the loss of their homeland to the Nazis. It stars Julie Andrews, Christopher Plummer, Richard Hayden, Peggy Wood, uh, Charmin Carr, and Eleanor Parker. It was released on April 1st, 1965, and initial reviews were mixed. Pauline Kael called the film the sugar-coated lie people seem to want to eat, claiming audience turned into emotional and aesthetic imbeciles when we hear ourselves humming the sickly goody-goody songs. But despite these reviews, The Sound of Music is one of the most commercially successful films of all time. It was the first movie to gross over $100 million. It, it broke box office records in 29 countries, including the United Kingdom, where it played for three years at the Dominion Theatre in London. It was also a major success in the Netherlands, Hong Kong, and Tokyo, where it played for as long as two years at some theatres. It was not, however, a universal success. It was a flop in Germany. Uh, it was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, winning five of them, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing, Best Scoring of Music, and Best Sound. And that is the deal with The Sound of Music. So, Mom, we asked you to pick a movie to discuss, and you chose Sound of Music. Why Sound of Music? I think because I love the music, the songs, and I love, like... Um, God, I'm just blanking on her name. Julie, <laughs> Julie Andrews. Andrews. Julie Andrews. Yeah. I want to say Judy. Like God, I'm so <laughs> it's so close to this movie. No, but she sings so beautifully. She and does. and to me, when when you sing words, it gets more passion. Mm -hmm. it, it's more it's deeper than if you just verbalize them. And I just am so moved by the pure love of their singing. I don't know. I just it's touch it's touched my heart the moment I first saw it. Do you remember that? That was one time? of the first dates I went with your dad on. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just I just embrace it, and it's so beautiful there. And I've been to Austria now, and we did go to that garden area, and it was just just so oh, nice. moving. Yeah. Did you do like a sound? Is I think there's like a sound of music tour. Yeah. You there are. Did you do that? No, we didn't do that. We did. I if I had known, you know, sure. we didn't do that. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> So how many times have you seen it, do you think? Well, I own the movie, so okay. I, usually I would watch it once a year, you know, so watch it yesterday so I can be up on it. But, um, you know, like I just every time I watch it, it's like the first time you're watching it. I just love it. Great. Uh, John, what do you think of The Sound of Music? Uh, I couldn't tell you the first time I saw it. It's one of those movies that, you know, I'm sure I saw a ton of times as a kid. I think it is, I understand why people think it's sort of like sickly sweet and all that stuff, but I think it is a solid movie. It works really well. I think the filmmaking is great. That opening shot is absolutely incredible. Just like the the, the shot of her, you know, spinning around on the mountaintops. And, and you're right, her voice is so, uh, it's so pure and it's so effortless that it is just so easy to just sort of like, it's just so like relaxing and warm and wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it is sort of cheesy, but I think it's great. I think the score is like all hits. Like there's not a song in that score that you're just like meh about. Like they're all like yeah. solid, solid numbers. Something and I good? think it's all right. It's, it's not right. the best, but it's not horrible. It's not like a ooh, this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think uh, what 
what I, what I think it's funny is in my research uh, in the IMDb trivia. So there was a, a movie theater, and I believe in Seoul, Korea, that was showing it because it's a three hour movie. They were showing it three or four times a day. They wanted to find out ways to show it, screen it more because it was so popular. So they edited it and took out all the musical numbers. <laughs> Wow. Who oh like, does Sound of Music <laughs> for just the book scenes? Um, but, <laughs> but I think the it still works. Like it does work really well. And actually, what do they call it? The sound of dialogue? Yes. <laughs> the sound of scene changes. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it is a solid movie, even though it is, I understand it's sort of like cheesy and light sure. and family fair, but I think it's great. How about you, Mark? What is your uh, history with The Sound of Music? Um, I don't know. I know I've seen it at some point, but I don't think I've seen it in like 30 years, probably. I mean, like the song, like the big, the bangers are like just part of the, <laughs> sure. cult, you know what I mean? Like you can't escape Do Re Mi. No. Um, so I don't think I had ever seen it in widescreen either or like in HD. And I was like surprised by how like beautiful like the cinematography is like yeah. even the interior scenes like it's so like stylized and like a really lush it's gorgeous and it also weirdly made me like nostalgic for Disneyland like I really yeah. wanted to go on the Matterhorn after watching it because <laughs> that is not mm -hmm. the melody but <laughs> and then like um Reverend Mother's like office is very haunted mansion sure the lighting in that <laughs> one's a little weird but yeah <laughs> I loved it. It was so cool. And that puppet show is so fantasy land. <laughs> it's very small. You no, know? it's just yeah. the aesthetics of it all are just like it's it's scratched like a Disneyland itch for me. And then the fact that I watched it on Disney Plus didn't hurt. Sure. So I thought it was really <laughs> fun. Um, I thought it was great. Much better than West Side Story, much less of a slog. I think we can uh, all agree on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> My mother is not in her head. on that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and also, like, sadly, I loved how like anti-Nazi the captain was. Like, he was not. But he's like, no. Why are you we sad? Are, no. Why are you sad that you like that? <laughs> no, I'm just glad. Like, it wasn't like. Uh, it's like it's sad that that's still relevant. I guess that like yes, sure. we still need to be like a no, no Nazis. No, we are not <laughs> budging on this. We are not meeting in the middle on Nazis. Right. I'm with the captain on this all the way. Um, as I hope most people are. So, Mom, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category uh, that we can use to judge uh, how gay sound of music is in future movies. And it will be added, added to, to the wheel. wheel. It doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just go with it. Um, so this okay. is our current... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this is our current top five gayest movies ever. Uh, this is the current top five ranking. So, number five with an 86.92% Death Becomes Her. Number four with an 89.70% The Apple. Number three with an 89.81% The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99% The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one gayest movie ever with a 94.83% Female Trouble. So if you had to guess right now, how gay do you think The Sound of Music is? Oh, gosh, I because I when I watch it, I don't even think of that, you know? Um, <laughs> Makes sense. But then, you know, <laughs> maybe Max, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I didn't even really, that didn't even pop into my head. In fact, for the movies Mark mentioned, I had never heard of. So. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Just like my mom the week before. I know. <laughs> Which one had you heard of? 
the Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror. Yeah. Oh. I think I even Have saw that it? once years and years and years ago. Really? The year I was born, you went to the movies? I don't know. <laughs> the baby at home. You were born, midnight. She, she well, you were you. born with movie DNA in you. <laughs> movie That's true. gene. Right. It was the last movie you watched before going into labor. Isn't that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I would put it pretty, probably pretty low as a gay movie because I didn't even think of it. So, you know, All right. that doesn't well, mean anything. I'm I hope sure. you're ready to discuss how gay it is for the next hour, but it'll okay. be fine. All right. <laughs> so our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So all you have to do, so the first category, how would you rate the sound of music on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? So who is actually gay, do we think? I do think Uncle Max, for sure. Uncle Max certainly has that. Yeah. He I wants was to thinking, hear the gossip. Uncle. Yeah, he, he's, he works in show business. He manages. He's booking a show. Yeah, exactly. A festival. He's very right brain, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's got that mustache. I bet some of the nuns are. They got him. Well, Were there rumors huh? about the nuns at your uh, school, mom? Like, did you? Yeah, guys talk you know, I, I haven't thought of that. Oh. I haven't thought of that for years, but I think that that conversation did come up now and then when you you're going to the school. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think some nuns, and also Christopher Plummer plays a character whose name is Georg, so he's literally a gay character. <laughs> sure. His name That's is Georg von Trapp. <laughs> Georg. That's a okay. great website, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. There was also, what if the, the butler came off almost like a gay villain to me? He was a little officious, definitely. Yeah. Officious. Mm -hmm. And also, there's in the puppet show two mountain climbers <laughs> together. What's their story? That broke back. And then we see right that there. bar. Then we see the bar. The gay bar. Is that a gay bar? It's like uh, three guys sitting around a table and a uh, one waiter. <laughs> oh, if there's three guys and one waiter, it's definitely a gay bar. It's a gay bar. <laughs> the math checks out. So, yeah. So what do you want to give us? You don't uh, for zero to hundred actual gay characters. Probably ten. A ten. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> That's all right. There's That's no wrong guess. answers. So you can't okay. you can't do it wrong. You're doing great. Uh, I think we we got Max. I'm gonna say some of the nuns, and again we got Georg. Uh, so I'm gonna go 25. 25. Uh, yeah, I'll go 22. It's this Uncle Max. He's a pretty big character. Okay, give an average of 19, which is 10 points higher than I Tanya in actual gay characters. Okay. Pretty good. All right. Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch The Sound of Music and come away with a whole book of ideas? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she makes fashion out of drapes. If that's Hello? like not something that like is like, oh, yes, inspiration, it's anywhere. And that Baroness. That Baroness. Hello. She knows her way around a big bow. She Every outfit is either at the sure. neck or the hip or the shoulder. A cigarette holder. Yes. She's not afraid of accessories. Yeah, and she'll and she'll like play. She'll be shady to to save her man. Yeah, the Baroness is definitely up there. Well, she'll she do what a, she has to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's all about the money. Exactly. Yeah. Well, she's got she it. reminded she reminded me of a uh, Crystal Connors from Showgirls. Like her and Maria's relationship was very Crystal Connors and known a little bit. Yeah, sure. I can see that. Um, also, Maria's traveling outfit I thought is pretty iconic. 
a big Which, hat and a guitar case. You know, when she's like, I'm confident. The song I have confidence. Saying, confident. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, was. but that was the outfit the homeless didn't even like. Yeah. The homeless. Yeah. The board didn't want it. <laughs> they was, couldn't take, they yeah, wouldn't take it. Right, yeah. One of them said, that's the ugliest dress I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought her, what do we think of Maria's wedding dress? It looks so like, she looked like the, from the top, it looked like a, like a Star Trek Vulcan or like, it was so like, that is so sixties looking. It was yeah. like, so like. And her train was, was 14 feet long. Oh, clang, clang, clang queen. goes the trolley. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> dragging it. There you go. Also, I thought Fraulein Schleiger, the third place winner of the festival, classic oh, like German great. lady look with like the Princess Leia buns. Mm -hmm. I, I remembered that scene very strongly. And I was telling your dad, you, know, you got to watch this because she kept bowing. That yeah. just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. You know, even though it's surrounded by Nazis, they're still going to have a little fun in the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, all the nuns for drag queen inspiration. Do you think nuns are uh, are inspiration for drag queens? Absolutely. You okay. don't think so? Well, I mean, nuns? it's like, oh, uh, look, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they also had that particularly like wrinkled... Oh, that, that I mean that that was definitely like extra that that their sort of headpiece and all the yeah. What do you call what is it? Uh, wimple. The whole thing is, <laughs> is called a wimple, wimple, but I'm not sure if that headpiece is called something different. But yes, definitely uh -huh. in this in sound of music, those are extra. I've never seen a nun in real life. Uh, You've never seen a nun in real no, life. I have that have that level of uh, <laughs> oh. care taken on their neck pieces. It was very uh, uh, elevated. When I went definitely. to grammar school, I had the Holy Cross nuns, and they had the big. I guess you're called wimples. I don't even know what it's all called, but they were, it was pretty extensive, but this was in the sixties, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. What do they do in hot days? Sweat. There's... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Nuns are people too. <laughs> they don't have like board short versions. No, it's, it's their, their outfit so. is their devotion to God. Oh, I also thought um, the captain had this like interesting look like his like he had like that gray wool jacket, but then with like boots, it was like a suit with like riding boots that were high. So that's interesting. High yeah. boots. Very German or Austrian. Uh, so what do you want to give this for drag queen inspiration, mom? I'll say 25. 25. Brutal. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I think the making fashion out of drapes to me is like a real sort of because it even more than that, it sort of shows you like, oh, unconventional materials. OK, let's see what else we can do. It sort of like inspires you to think of. I wonder if Maria things. Von Trapp had seen Gone with the Wind. I don't know if it you had know what I mean? yet. Does that timeline match? It was like 33, wasn't it? Gone with the Wind in 33? No, I think so. Gone with the Wind was like, um, I want to say. 39, 39, 40, sorry. 39 or 40, yeah. 39. Wizard of Oz were right together. That's it. The, what a year. What a year. I'll give it a 70 for Drag Queen Inspiration. Oh. <laughs> if you want to change your score, you can. No. <laughs> Don't bully her, John. I wasn't bullying her. I was informing her of something. Uh, I'm going to give it 75. I think those are uh, pretty fun, though. Just also, if you had like a bunch of people like dresses like the kids, you know what I mean? Like that is like, oh, people in like carpet <laughs> upholstery <laughs> in the one <laughs> of their drapes outfits, you know what I mean? Like, kind right, of, right, oh, exactly. it's like wearing upholstery clothes. Mm -hmm, sure. Uh, giving it a 56.67 and drag queen inspiration. All right. Next category, gay icons. 
How were the gay icons in uh, Sound of Music? What about Julie Andrews? Is she an icon? I think so. Rogers and Hammerstein? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely like theater. Yeah, they're huge theater icons. Uh, I think even like the Baroness brings something. Oh. Plummer, I'm not sure. Does she look familiar? And Christopher Plummer, uh, you know, sort of famously hated making this movie and sort of hated being a part of it until in his later years, he finally was like, okay, I guess it's a nice thing to be a part of. Which is like, thank you, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> but I think that energy works for the movie. I think that's why oh, he's I think he's really great in this. Yeah, I think he, he just he like does kind of over job of like grounding it and and keeping it from being too too uh, saccharine. And apparently, uh, the actual Maria von Trapp was the mean one, and the father Gregor was like the cool, laid back one, according to Wikipedia in the historical accuracy. Yeah, section. I've heard that he was kind of dull. Is what I've heard. <laughs> And they made it more exciting for the movie? (laughs) So weird. (laughs) We were in Virginia quite a few years ago, and we went into the Von Trapp store they had. And I saw Maria Von Trapp. She had walked in the back. You could see the kitchen area, and she walked by. (gasps) It was way exciting. (laughs) No, she wasn't singing. She was just walking by. (laughs) She People go, doh. And she goes, shut up. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Or she makes bread. (laughs) why are they living in virginia there you go they living in virginia yeah we were in virginia they had a store i can't tell you where in virginia but yeah they i had no idea the von traps moved to virginia i thought they were in i know they were in vermont for a while oh vermont maybe that's where we were different there we go yeah different (laughs) b yeah 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 they ran like a, a like a ski like a resort in vermont like a ski resort i think that's sort of where they ended up escaping that's where they landed yeah, it was Vermont. Yeah. So edit. what do you want to give this for gay? I go, oh, go ahead. You keep going. I just said edit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said Virginia. <laughs> yeah. So many people will turn this off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where the Von Trapp store is. This podcast is a lie. <laughs> was there a store called a tourist Von Trapp? I have no, I have no yeah. idea. The Von was in parentheses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There she goes. She got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little slow on that one. It's more of a visual. You got to so you got to imagine it yeah. a little bit. So yeah. It's like a Simpsons. It feels on a Simpsons. You get it. Yeah. So what do you want to give this for gay icons, mom? Okay, I'll go so 50. Share. I'm not quite sure how to rate 50. things, but 50. I'll do 50. You're doing. Just listen to your gut. You're doing great. I'll go 77. 77. Uh, y'all go 70, sure. Given an average of 65.67, which is 16 points lower than anti-mame. Tough call, tough break. All right, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Are the hot guys in this? And now I know you love a Denzel Washington, a Neil Diamond. <laughs> Those are your hunks. <laughs> I mean, not so much Neil Diamond anymore. <laughs> well, you know. I love John Denver. I'm still sad that he died. Yeah. <laughs> well, you designed the plane he flew. Yeah, right? yeah I know. Um, what do we think of the, the captain? He's a good looking guy. He's good looking. They do a, a couple of times he's in some sort of goldeny light. Like you can tell the There's camera's like meant to be like, okay. It's not, it's not, not a it's not a horny movie. It's sort of the it issue. is not a horny movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Rolf's got some tight pants. Sorry to say it, mom, but he does. 
that's about it but it's very a uh, chase i mean considering it's sound of music exactly so what do you want to give this for the male gaze that's just not because it's not too many guys in there too much huh no not really i'll go 40 40 well, I, i'm not sure what the numbers are. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> i'm rating <laughs> like who do you feel like if it was like a denzel washington movie that might be like a hundred you know what i mean yeah, like, oh, that right. was a good looking yeah. guy so like and a zero would be like donald trump you know what i mean <laughs> sure. so like that's the scale i would say probably okay well let me put 65 65 okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really like this captain my captain i'm gonna say because they don't do a whole lot um i i think with anyone i don't think it's just they're they're being uh, disrespectful to men i'm gonna go 23 23 yeah i'll go 19 give an average of 35.67 <laughs> remember this doesn't i'm messing up your no, you are not messing up. It's impossible that's why we to do that it's impossible don't you worry <laughs> All right, our next category, entrances with pizzazz. Well, I mean, Marie, is, shot. is that the most pizzazzy entrance ever? It's up there. She, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, when she's standing on hills, spinning her head off. Oh, yeah. Spinning her head off, yeah. <laughs> when her head pops off and just Doing like, real music just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the devil on that mountain. We got that one. We got when the kids all march in to meet her for the first time. Yep. A little military pizzazz. Marie and the kids on the boat when they're like, hi, can they all fall off having a lot of right. fun? <laughs> I think there was a lot of pizzazz when she was coming back to the convent. She didn't want to come, but to see if she loved him. And when she was walking on the lawn and the kids saw her. Yep. And, and they're already singing. And, and then running, it becomes, I thought that yeah. was really pizzazz. I like that. Definitely. I thought the the winners of the festival get like literal fanfare and spotlights like do 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 do. There's that. That's pure pizzazz. There's also the whole song, I Have Confidence. It's her coming to the to the house for the first time. Yeah. She's got a whole production number. I just thought the captain singing, like he sings his entrance, like when the kids are singing, he mm -hmm. like sings and kind of like takes over the song. Kind of rude <laughs> if you ask me. But <laughs> He's been reborn. That seemed like when something. He sang, when he sang Edelweiss at, yeah. the, at the end, that was really moving. Yeah. <laughs> so John, I feel like singing like into a room is like how all the Flynn's come home for Christmas. <laughs> like you're hearing carols I inside. This. I love then... this image you have of my family. I'm just constant singing. They're constant caroling. That's <laughs> did you know that about the Flynn's, Mom? No, I did not. We're not the we'll Rennies. Have have really... over for ho the holidays sometime. We'll have to take some vocal lessons before we come over. <laughs> the only it's place right. we'll I warm sound you up. great sing singing is in the car. <laughs> Perfect. You can just drive around. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz? I think it's great. So I'm going to say 80. 80. I'm going to say 80 as well. Wow. These are, um, I think, just for that opening shot is like the most iconic entrance ever, I would say. I'm going to give it 100. Wow, okay. And also there's others after that, you know what I mean? So it's not just yeah. that one either. So I'm giving it 100, giving an average of 86.67, which is 3.34 points higher than the Beastmaster. Okay. All right. All right, our next category, Hell on Heels. Now this is like feisty women, like women uh, who ain't gonna take no guff, like uh, Flo from Alice. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> a, a real kiss my grits kind of category. Yeah, real kiss is. my grits kind of ladies. <laughs> well, we got the Baroness. 
Yes. Liesl is a little sassy at the beginning. Like, yeah, I don't need a, need a governess. Rude. I think the nuns, especially that, that how do you solve a problem like Sof Maria? Who's the one who doesn't like her? Sophia? Most of them kind of have issues with her, but yeah. One is maybe a little too into her. <laughs> <laughs> a little too into discipline, perhaps? I did think it was funny when Maria made all the children cry at dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Maria's not like a pushover. You know, she's not like super like a, a saint. Right. I thought that was fun. One of my favorite scenes is that at the end when the two nuns took the parts out of the car and they go, <laughs> yeah. I have sinned. <laughs> That's a good one. That was actually a change that they made from the stage version. In the stage version, Rolf doesn't 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 uh, like call them out. When oh. when the captain says, you know, like uh, confronts him and says, like, let us go. He does. He lets them go. He says to the Nazis, oh, there's nobody here. Oh, interesting. Uh, what else? Oh, also the Baroness convincing Maria to become a nun to go back to the nunnery <laughs> is like, yeah, that's pretty a pretty shady. strong power move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Just, she's real subtle about it. Very subtle. She's a master. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not her first time no. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to rate this for hell on heels oh they're very powerful i gotta go 85 85 some of the bitchiest women ever put to film <laughs> sound of music. i can so relate <laughs> you spent some time with some nuns before yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the student has become the master <laughs> I think even though there are these moments, I think overall, like even the Baroness, like when she realizes that she's lost, she's sort of like, okay. Um, so I'm going to give it a 60. In my memory, I thought like the Baroness became like full Nazi at the, I might've been confusing this with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I think you when might've When the blonde been. lady becomes like, a, it's like pretty and then you find out, oh, she's a full Nazi at the end. So in this, mm -hmm. I was like, well, the Baroness, she's like a full Nazi at the end. And like, no, no. we're going to see her gun <laughs> down, I think. So, but nope. That's another movie. Um, I'll give it a 55, giving it an average of 66.67, which is 10 points lower than Best in Show. You like that movie, Mom? Well, that was what the dog show. Yep. And he had two left feet. I just yep. remember that. <laughs> All right. Well, that show was funny. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Not very gay, though. Or is it? Was it? I forget where it was. Anyways, our next category, macabre. How macabre is the sound of music? It's not really, but there are Nazis. There are Nazis. I mean, it's not, not, it's like more like considering like people think it's so sickly, saccharine, sweet. It's almost like, oh, this is like the family version of cabaret in a way, like just the encroaching Naziness sure. of it all. Yeah. And like just opening the titles of uh, Salzburg, Austria in the last golden days of the 30s. That sounds like, well, some bad stuff's about Tipping to their hand, sure. Tipping their hand. Well, the even band. the part when they were leaving to go, they were going to escape, and then they, the guys showed up in the two cars in front right. of their house, and then they said, we're going to the theater. That was a little intense. You know, they yeah. just saw the power of the Nazis. When you saw that yeah. in the theaters, did, like, people scream? Like, when no. the headlights came on? No. 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 It wasn't like It wasn't like you in Jurassic Park, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> I stayed quiet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I didn't jump in my seat. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, what is, uh, hiding out in a graveyard? Pretty macabre. Sure. Yeah. Dead mother. 
like you, the abandoned rooms in the mm-hmm. house feels macabish. Wanting everyone to be German. A thunderstorm. Eileen <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. True, true. Uh, and also, I th- also thought there's something macabre about um, Edelweiss. Like it sounds like the lyrics are very sweet, but the melody is like kind of sad and like it sounds like a goodbye. With there's a haunting element to it. That is the well, last song yeah. that Oscar Hammerstein wrote lyrics to before he died. Really? Well, there yeah. you go. Wow. Well, that's macabre. So his last lyric was "Bless my homeland forever." And then he died. He killed <laughs> nine himself? months later. No, oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> he died in childbirth. Yes, he died in childbirth. Also, I thought being forced to kiss the Baroness was macabre. Like nobody was enjoying that. <laughs> oh, the kids. The, the kids didn't want it. Yeah. She didn't want it. She was fully planning on once she got married, sending them off to boarding school. Abs. She couldn't get them out or to the nunnery, whichever is open. <laughs> Nunneries don't take children, but sure. Yeah. Lisa, 16 going on 17, close enough. We can forge some documents. She's mature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what do you want to give this for macabre? Ooh, maybe 55. 55. I think, despite all those things, this is not a macabre movie. I'll give it a 10. 10? Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a 45. I mean, the Nazis of it all. Uh, giving it a 36.67, which is five points lower than Waiting for Guffman. All right, our next category, dramatic lighting. What do we think of the lighting? How's it all look? Well, those hills. I thought the cinematography was amazing. Also, the fact yeah. that so much of it is on location just right. makes everything look so much elevated. It's just like the Joe Ray Me sequence at the beginning, just those hilltops, it's, just like, it's like looking at a, a fairy tale. Oh, 100%. I wouldn't say that's lighting, though. Cinematography. Sure. But lighting was, I thought Mother Abbess's office was sort of, there was a lot of shadows they were going in and out of. And one thing I also learned is, so like when she starts the song, she like turns to that, like that stained glass window that is glowing. And the reason why is because uh, she was lip syncing, uh, which everyone did, but she could, she had a hard time. Like what's tough with lip syncing is like finding out when it's starting and sort of matching it. So they had her face away oh. from it when the song starts. So once the song, once the number starts, she can turn around because like, you know, like she's locked into it. But it looks like very like singing to God and like evoking, you know, like that at the beginning of it. So it like becomes this sort of like a, a happy accident, you might say. I, w- I would think sounds like you're saying yeah. it. I am, you know, I am saying it. <laughs> I might say it no. and I did say it. <laughs> but that's so true because it, it almost seemed too dark at the beginning. But then when she was singing, the light came through. It was more mm-hmm. impressive then that's because God of the for darkness. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's God for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real drama queen. Talk about entrance <laughs> with pizzazz. <laughs> there's the uh, the glow of the gazebo. I thought the whole 16 going on 17. There's parts where like they're only in silhouette, which I thought looked really cool. Like yeah. Just overlit. Oh, also dramatic. The flashlight in the grave. That's dramatic. It can't be seen True. by the flashlight. Right. And also at the festival with the spotlight. Yeah. Literally dramatic lighting. I think the cinematography of this is great. I'd had no idea like this was going to look as good as, as it did. So that was like a really nice surprise. I believe cinematography was one of the things it was nominated for, but didn't win. This is true. Uh, so what do you want to give this for dramatic lighting? Oh, it's hard to know. 45. 45. You hate the sound of music. <laughs> I do. I'll give it a 65. 65. You know, I'm going to give it an 80. I think it's really great. I think it's very, it's a lot more stylized than I thought it was going to be, which I really appreciated. That Robert Wise, pretty good. Yep. 
to come With out. With a part of me, I want to give everything a hundred because I just love the movie. You would not be the first guest to do so. Oh. You can skew. Uh, <laughs> there, that is not. You can wrong. play to win if you wish. All right, our next category: the Brato. So in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean for this category, anytime they do something a little extra, they zhuzh it up, give you more than you need, but you'll like it. Um, so I would say like an example of that would be, as we talked earlier, like the nun's wimples with all the, with all the very immaculate, pristine um, folds in it. But also- We like, love an extra wimple. We love, oh yes, queen. <laughs> um, but I mean, all the singing in this, I mean, this is, this is just off the charts. Off the charts vibrato. Uh, also, like, don't you think like these nuns being married to God is a little bit much? <laughs> like you're well, married to God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just a little extra, right? All of Catholicism kind of extra. <laughs> sure. Sure, Mark. <laughs> a bit much. Also, the but you know, in those but... days, that's how it was. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're like, now nuns dress normal. You don't even know they're a nun. You know what I mean? Anyone. Yeah, they're anywhere. They're all anywhere. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They look Terrified. like the rest of You can't of be us. safe. <laughs> no. You might get a ruler to the back of the hand when you least expect it. <laughs> uh, I also thought, like, uh, the production values of this puppet show, the kids just, like, threw together. I know incredible Insane. but i'm so glad it was like it's like i don't want i don't if i'm watching town of music i don't want to see like what children would actually do for a puppet show <laughs> give me the movie version <laughs> right right like, so much more satisfying well another thing another change from the stage version is so the song my favorite things maria actually sings that with mother abbess in the stage version and in that scene where she sings favorite things with the kids with the 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 storm that's where they sing um lonely goat herd that's like the song she sings to sort of like cheer them up and relax them in the middle of the thunderstorm so why does she sing favorite things because mother abbas is scared of a thunderstorm no they're just singing like they're just bonding in the beginning they, there's hey, a what are you into into like that kind of thing yeah. mark i don't know why you haven't written a musical because the way you you transition from speech to song is pretty flawless <laughs> I don't know either. I'm ready, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Do you want to team up? <laughs> but yeah, I think a puppet show on stage would not have the effect that you can have in the movie. Great. All the whistle stuff is pretty, pretty extra. That's true. Do Re Mi. Yeah. Pretty fun. It's literal vibrato. They're singing. Yeah. And just the fact that how they do in the montage style is really great. Yeah. Uh, that church decor was wild where they get married. Like the floor had like engravings. I'd be like, are you allowed to walk on that? You know what I mean? Because like, wouldn't it get rubbed? You probably can't anymore, I bet. Like they can't let tourists in there. They get worn down. I'm sure they do something to it. But I mean, that was sort of the point of churches was to overwhelm people who went to them to be so like, be like, oh my God, this is proof that God exists because this this huge overwhelming temple to them. So like and that now churches you can see were very Godzilla extra. and IMAX. It's the same thing. Like, exactly. Top yes. that church. That is your saw... church, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. I just saw <laughs> cinema. King Kong punch Godzilla through a skyscraper. What's this about Jesus? <laughs> bit of a bit of a letdown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not really grabbing people anymore. <laughs> so, mom, what do you want to give the sound of music for vibrato? 
I'm not quite sure what bravado means. It's like they kind of go over a little bit more than most. Or yeah, bravado also- literally means like when you're singing, it's sort of like the voice it, it, it sort of vibrates a little bit. Do it. It's someone who would be someone who would like a very clear example. Of someone like Ethel Merman, because she has that like oh, there's okay. no, yeah. you know, like it's sort yeah. of like yeah. she's hitting the note, but she's giving a little more, you know. Do it, John. There's no business like, you know, you, you oh, get right, it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm this. you an 80. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> I'm going to give this a hundred on vibrato because for the singing and then all the extra stuff we've mentioned, I think you kind of can't do more so than this. That's my yeah, story. No, I think so too, because every song I feel is that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what makes it so beautiful. Uh, so we're all, I'm also going to give it a hundred, give it a hundred. Has Julie Andrews ever put out like pop albums? Like, has she ever? She has not. No, I don't think that's like her vocal style. She never like teamed up with. She uh, never, unlike Ethel Merman, she never tried Giorgio to do a disco Marauder. album. No. no. <laughs> uh, all right, our next category might do well here. Footwork. How would you rate the footwork in this? I mean, there's tons of dancing. The dancing is so good. Mm. It's like the kind of dancing that looks like simple. But well, sure. uh, I mean, the choreography is like, oh, that's got to be a nightmare, especially with like seven kids to get all this down. <laughs> oh, kids can pick up choreography like nothing. They're like little sponges. Cats. They love it. No. They love, children love choreography. Is that Absolutely. What yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are rules. Children love rules. I also thought um, Julie Andrews, whenever she runs, she is like hustling. She's yeah. like pumping her leg. <laughs> Getting that, yeah, she's getting her cardio and running with that uh, guitar case. And but just at the beginning, like running through nature, she's singing Sound of Music, running through the town with the Do Re Mi. Yeah, this is this movie is full of dancing and footwork. Well, even when at the party he had that first party and they yeah. were dancing out on the patio, the waltz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two of them. That was kind of cool. That was very nice. The kids marching, sixteen going on seventeen. Do Re, and that kid bell ringing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down and I don't remember what I'm talking about. It was but, he was holding onto the bell and it was oh, the oh kid, that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. He was so going, he's going up on the thing yeah. the kid was going yeah. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that workout? <laughs> I go to that the bell workout. Sure, the bell workout. So what do you want to give this for footwork? I think they did good. I'll say ninety. Ninety. I'm gonna go ninety-eight only because and the only reason it's not hundred because there's no tap number. Sure. <laughs> I'm, uh, the Nazis would have. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Auschwitz uh, rag. Maybe something like that. <laughs> uh, I'll give it 92. Give an average of 93.33. All right. Our next category. Spank bank deposits. Now, in this category, Mom, we mean like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like any like images you would like save to remember in your alone time. Does that make sense? You get what I'm saying. Okay. You're nodding. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> yes. I think, yeah. Well, it's like there's a lot of places you could go meditating or something. That's like even true. On, the hills, on the hills, you know, of Austria. Exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> that is 100%. <laughs> We're talking like, you know, you see like uh, George Clooney, like, oh, that's a handsome fellow with mm-hmm. his shirt off. I'll remember that for later. <laughs> different kind of memory uh. okay dope yeah. okay <laughs> we hadn't thought about this category when we thought about inviting our mothers on this podcast let's put it that way yeah but here we are but here we are having this awkward conversation and it's fine everyone's fine um Flick. <laughs> oh, somehow we lost your mother's connection okay. yeah 
and I can't come home for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you can come to our house, Mark, but you're going to have to learn some carols. Oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> you guys do all the 12 days of Christmas? <laughs> can we cut it off at six? No, we, we do 14. There's more of us. Oh, we, no. all, we need to have our own day. Everyone needs to have two verses. <laughs> That's all said. This is pretty light on spank bank deposits, I would say. There's not a lot. No, there really isn't. Just the captain. He was wearing like heavy make. He was only like 35 when he did this. Yeah, so but he looks a lot older. He did look older because she was probably like that age too, like 30 or something. Hmm. She looked a lot younger than him. Yeah. So what do you want to give this for a spank bank deposits, mom? (laughs) I never thought I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's recorded for eternity. (laughs) Maybe there was a guy in the crowd. I'll say five. Five. I have no idea. That's John's logic. I was listening to the music. That's who could like, who could think about such puerile things? Yeah, I'll go five as well. Maybe a Rolf. I don't know, but not really. I mean, a Rolf in the hay. Sure. Uh, I'll also give it a five, giving it a five, which is one point higher than Ladybird. Okay. All right. All right. Next category. This is the last of the canon categories. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend the sound of music to a gay person? So you find out someone's gay and they tell you, I haven't seen the sound of music. Then I'd say you need to watch it. Fair enough. (laughs) Is there anything that would prevent you from saying like any sort of question you would ask them first or any sort of thing you would assess about them before saying you have to watch it? No. I hate whistles. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's so it's so individual. If someone said I hate musicals, then I'd say, Mm. well, then maybe you might not want to watch it. (laughs) Are you sure you're gay? Okay. Uh, yeah, so what do you want to give this for likely to recommend to a gay person? 100. 100. Yeah, I think even though like I could see someone being very, like if someone who's very like a jaded, cynical person who would just be like, oh, it's this, I would still be like, it's a pretty classic movie. It's pretty iconic. It's a reference that you should at least know. I'll give it a 99. 99, a cautious 99. Uh, I'll give it a 95. You know, it's a little long. But it goes by fat. I did it. <laughs> the cardinal sin of Mark Redding. <laughs> well, it's just not that easy. It's like, it's three hours. There is an intermission, which I appreciate. And in the right. Disney Plus version, it includes the intermission. So I got up, uh, made some quick lunch. And uh, it was go. great. Stretch your legs. Stretch your legs. Um, he loved Reader's Digest. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got other things to do. Come on. What are we doing? <laughs> Uh, stories from the military. Was that they had a section about that? Uh, all right, now we're into the wheel category. So these categories are all categories that previous guests have brought in. So we've put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone, and we're going to spin it four times. Whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge the movie. And after that, you will come up with a category which we will add to the wheel. Remember when we talked about that earlier? It's all making uh-uh. sense right now. <laughs> Don't worry about that. We can all talk about it together. It's going to be fine. It's going to okay, be good. fine. It's spinning. We're going to find out. There we okay, go. here we go. DIYing your clothing. DIYing your clothing. Well, making your own clothing. Yeah. How much do you sort of take clothes and do? I mean, I mean, she, iconic. She made seven or eight. Did she make one for herself, too? I don't remember. She didn't make one out of that, but they did bring her bolts of fabric at the beginning to make her own clothes. That's right. That's right. And who makes nuns clothes? 
I, I guess you just order them Where from do the they, Nun catalog. Is there a wholesale? Probably. <laughs> Nuns Unlimited? Yep. <laughs> Wimple Incorporated. <laughs> TJ Nunn. Um, yeah. <laughs> Habit Hut? <laughs> there you go. Then we found it. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. You get points for that one. <laughs> Thank you. You get an 80 for that one, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. I mean, I think her making clothes out of the curtains is iconic. Like this yeah. is pretty up there. And it seems to be not the only clothes she has ever made in her life. No. She's got a history of it. She knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. But I always think of Carol Burnett. Did you see that show? Yes. <laughs> they the, the, yes. they put, kept the rod in yeah. and they had the drapes. You know? yeah. I just wonder, is that a thing that used to be a bigger thing? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, oh, it used to be more common that women would make, like you would buy like patterns and stuff like that and make your own clothing. That was much more common. So what do you want to give this for DIY in your clothing? Because they did it more than most movies, didn't this they? This is true. Yeah. So Certainly. maybe 80. 80. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, go 90. Well, I think it's so iconic and it's something that's so a, a reference that everyone gets. I totally forgot she did that. Like I thought it was only <laughs> gone with the wind. It made clothes from drapes is all I remembered. Uh, so I'll give it an 84. Give it an 84.67. Wheel category two. When I was in musicals, my mom used to have to have the neighbor make my costumes. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I'm not doing it. You can do the musical, but I'm not making anything. We got married in October and in December, his dad bought me a sewing machine because he thought, well, all women, don't they sew? I can't put a button on. I mean, you know what I mean? I put it on and there's a huge knot in the back and it falls off. And I even went to Singer and took a class. It was awful. I just, <laughs> I have no idea where that sewing machine is now, but it's long gone. <laughs> I went to my neighbor, can you? And she would whip them out and like, 30 minutes and then I'd buy her lunch, you know? <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jane Ginger, House of Jane. <laughs> okay, not so lucky on this one. The male V. The male V. Now this is a very particular part of the, <laughs> why am I explaining this? The male, anat just like a, a real, like a swimmer will have like, you know, long, the side of his uh, like belly button, I guess, like a yeah, sort of where the abs, where the yeah, where the where we as we lead into the hips, as it were, as we go. A real lean guy hips. will have that. Yeah, like think Brad Pitt in either uh, Thelma and Louise, or hmm. or uh, what's one time in Hollywood when he's on top <laughs> of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> either <laughs> say one thing, <laughs> and either this. Well, that's your storytelling anyway. training come in because you had us on the edge of our seat. Thank you. Listen, listen, tease them a little bit. I don't think there's there's not one shirtless person in this. No, there isn't. It's impossible. Although there are okay. two statues. All right. When the, the okay. door, there's that one like leaning, like pointing over, like it's like an archway kind of. Sure. Like, okay. There is that one. Okay. That's so. And there's like a rips. He's a pretty uh beefy uh, statue. I mean, he's a statue. People tend to. It's idealized. I guess it's easier to 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 sculpt that than yeah. yeah yeah. I see the statue of David and go must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't made by Da Vinci or whoever made the statue. <laughs> Michelangelo, one of them. <laughs> I should not be on your trivial pursuits. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to give this for the male V, Mom? 
don't even didn't even like you said. I don't even remember the statue that way. So probably a five. A five. I'll go five for, for the statue as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm also going to go five. Five for the statue. Did you see any? Did you recognize any sites from the movie when you went to Austria? Where that that garden where they dance in the circle? Oh yeah. We yeah. were in there. We and that's the only thing we really saw. But just just even the the mountains and the you know scene scenery is just beautiful. You know the trees and the hills and the mountains. Did it know? still look like yeah. that? Pretty much like it wasn't like a Jamba Juice everywhere. Well, no, but when you look in the hills, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's like a regular. You know, it probably I'm sure has expanded since the movie was made. You know, there's a Best Buy now. Yeah, probably Starbucks in every corner. Sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one is going to be tough as well. Angry phone hangups. Angry phone hangups. They talk about phones. I don't think we ever see them. Could you say I'm listening when the cap the telegram is kind of a version of a phone uh, from the third, like taking the telegram from Rolf. Isn't the captain sure. like kind of just like take it from him? Like, get at it. I got the message. You I don't think know we yeah. could get some points for that. Definitely. <laughs> that could be a hang up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think sort of similarly, spiritually, it was like when he comes home and there is that Nazi flag and he just tears it down and rips it. Yep. There's something yeah. about that that, I mean, it's definitely angry. He's not taking the call. And he's uh, something that was hung up has been taken down. So two thirds of this category have been met. That was powerful, yeah. Uh, the captain has a hang up about music in the home. And he's pretty oh, and angry one, about it. And don't go in that room. Yeah, he's got some hangups. And he's angry about <laughs> <Okay>. them. <laughs> very loose, and he very... will communicate them yes. like a phone. So, <laughs> yes. Operator. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for angry phone hangups? Well, like maybe 15. 15. I'll go 10. 10. I'm going to go 15 as well. Is there even a phone in this movie? That's what I was wondering. They, I don't think we ever <laughs> see it, but Max talks about calling all these different places and then they make the joke of like, oh, you did it on Georg's phone? He said, yes, of course. How else could I afford it? It's like phones existed at this time. <laughs> it was like a luxury. Yes. It's like having your own sauna or something. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. It was the sauna of the day. <laughs> Wheel category number four. Okay, butter zone, big swings with slang. Did they make up any slang? Any Were there any made up words in this? Do, re, mi? I mean, they do sort of say within the song like, but it doesn't mean anything. And she says, so we make up words, one word for each note. I think do, re, mi is bit. kind of like making up. Well, and it I is mean, like iconic now. It is iconic, but that this movie did not make up those terms. It didn't make up do, re, mi? No, those existed beforehand. Well, it is a big swing to make a song out of it. Sure. I don't, it's not a real slangy movie. Everything's very like uh, proper, this whole movie. When I, Maria is like the most rough around the edges person in the whole movie. <laughs> you know? um, I don't think that's about it. So what do you want to give it for uh, the butter zone? Probably five. Just five. Low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also the yodeling and Lonely Goat Herd, which is sort of like a little a little bit yeah I'm trying to think is there anything my favorite things mm. no we knew of copper kettles beforehand i'll go <laughs> you did <laughs> well <laughs> my my grandfather's other cousin who was not a priest he did invent copper kettles uh i will wow. say i'll give it a seven 
A seven. Uh, I'll give it a nine for Do Re Mi. A big swing making a song out of it. Give it an average of seven. All right, Mom, the time has come for you to come up a category that we can use to judge how gay the sound of music is and all future movies as well. Because this category will be added to the wheel, as you've seen. Nuns with an attitude. Nuns with an attitude. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> or maybe like nasty Sis nuns. Sister acts. <laughs> yeah. How about sister acts, nuns with an attitude? Axe is A-X-E? Oh, yes. Sister oh, Sister Ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> I am going to hell. No. <laughs> you have a lot of great company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All right, nuns with an attitude. So what do you want to give Sound of Music for uh, Sister Axe, nuns with an attitude? Probably 20. 20. I'm gonna, I mean, you've got the song, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria, where they're all just being shady. Yeah. Which yeah. also rude. they sing at her wedding as in like, a, excuse me, that's really rude. Oh, yeah, they literally, <laughs> imagine you're walking down the aisle, someone calls you a clown. Yeah. A flippity that is gibbet. rude. <laughs> no, but it was cute because they'd say bad things when she was first out on the hills and then they'd say something sweet. You right. know. Some of them would, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they did both, yeah. <laughs> During the weddings, the nuns were like kept behind a cage. Like they weren't yeah. allowed in the chapel. Like they were like feral like beasts. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> and that's you know, the only thought, people well, Maria knows. Yeah. Well, the thing is nuns would just be like clamoring to, to catch the bouquet. So you have to sort of keep them back. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of elbows being thrown. Yeah, real tough of their nuns at a, at a wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just throw the rosary beads to like hope other people will trip and fall on Real them. Crystal Connors move. Exactly, yeah. They throw rosary beads. <laughs> uh, John, what do you want to give this for nuns with an attitude? Sister I Alex? will give it, because there's a bunch. And also, I mean, she's, <laughs> she's trying to be a nun. I'll go 66. 66 and also they do like um eco-terrorism like tactics like uh sabotage the cars the nazis yeah. cars that's there got you know. attitude uh, i'll give it a 55 giving an average of 47 all right now we are into the bonus category so these categories are just bonus so any so if it doesn't do well in any of these categories it's not going to uh, work against the movie these are just extra points that the movie gets and we're scoring it from zero to ten okay all right so the first one on a scale of zero to a 10, how would you rate the sound of music in musical potential? Do you think the sound of music could create a, make a great musical? Well, that's gotta be a 10. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah. Like, duh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen it on stage? Like a stage version of it? No, I haven't. That would have been wonderful. They Do they still do it? Yeah, people do. <laughs> do they still do it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in the past year and a half, probably, but yeah, it's one of the more successful shows. Have you seen it, John? I have. There's a couple of differences. Like I, a couple of high schools did it. My mom actually was in it in her high school, but there are some, there's actually a two numbers that Max and uh, the Baroness sing in the stage musical. Um, and there are two songs in the movie that I have confidence is not in the stage musical and neither is the song Something Good, the song that uh, Maria and the captain sing later. Those two were added for the movie. Um. So there's a bunch of changes. But yeah, I mean, it's a 10. A 10. I mean, yeah, you got to give it a 10. I think it'd make a great stage musical. It seems very easy to translate. <laughs> um, it was that first. <laughs> uh, all right, our next category, queer menace. Are there any queer menaces in this? Well, I do think there's something the Baroness has like kind of a queer energy. 
especially the scene when she's in Maria's like bedchamber, like helping her change. That was the most, that's what made me first initially think of Showgirls, Crystal Connors and Nomi in the, it was almost like an inversion of that. Gotcha. I don't feel like I, the Baroness definitely, there's a menace to her. I don't think of her as queer though, even though like I get that you could easily have a drag queen play the Baroness and no one would sort of bat an eye. I would say Rolf is kind no. of a queer menace. Oh, you think? A little too eager to be a Nazi? Universally, Rolf is always a bottom. John, well, he please. changed. He changed so rapidly. Yes. He's a first yeah. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it, though, right? I mean, I unless really... you think like music is sort of, Captain Von Trapp thinks music is a menace and there's something sort of queer about that, then uh, it's kind of weak. The nuns, that one nun who doesn't like uh, Maria, Sophia, she does make her lick the floor. That's weird. <laughs> Which is very weird. She mentions like the nun, yeah. Sophia made me lick the floor. What are you talking? Like that's abuse. I didn't <laughs> that's catch okay. that. No one bats an eye. Like, well, that's what she does. Well, they're not. She what are you likes do? to watch people lick the floor. What is, I think that's a queer menace if you ask me. But then she has an arc and then I think she's the one who helps like disable the car. She's one of the ones, yeah. She comes around. Um, she probably hopes. Well, maybe the captain will have her licking the floors in the future. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to give this for a queer menace? Maybe 15. It's a oh, zero, zero to, 10. to 10. Oh, three. One, a three. I'll go one. I don't, yeah. It's hard After to all know. that, John, I'm going to give it a three. <laughs> Why not? Giving it a 2.33. All right. The next category, character actress makes a big swing. Not just the nuns. I felt like there's like those are all the character actresses. They're having fun. But that's about it. There's not a lot of despite all the ladies in the movie. Maybe the lady goats and the puppets. <laughs> and some of the because they are marionettes. They are sort of swinging. There's sort of swinging. Sure. Okay. Um, they got a, a lot of here. character. So much. <laughs> but there's not a lot of um. It's not a lot of like big, huge performances in this movie. Right. It's all pretty like- Do you know who I think it probably works the most for this is uh, the woman who we talked about earlier who bows all the time. Like that's a big choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's I think, fun. yeah. A real Anessa Frantowski. You don't Ex know her mom, but she's a <laughs> yes, friend of ours. 100%, yes. <laughs> but sometimes I have a feeling they told her just to do it three times and she had so much fun. She did it like 10. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling that might be. She's like, the right. crew was laughing, so I just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go until they tell me cut. Uh, so what do you want to give this for character actress makes a big swing? Maybe three. I don't, yeah. Three. Yeah. I'm going to go two for that lady bowing. Whatever her name is, I for all I just did or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she steals the show. Um, giving an average of 2.33. All right, next category, witches. How witchy is this move? Any witches in this witch energy? I did think putting frogs in pockets is kind of witchy. A little <laughs> bit, sure. Like who had who had who has access to frogs? <laughs> and the nuns are like good witches, kind of. You know, the, they the silhouette is very witchy and like all the black. <laughs> Magic objects, <laughs> ritual, spirituality, sure, sure. Yeah, it's just a different. They're a instead bit. of worshiping nature, they're worshiping Jesus. Same thing. Mm -hmm. They're like Catholic witches. Okay. What is a nun if not a Catholic witch? All right, that's that's your that is not an official dual queen statement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, the witch is not a slur. 
That is an official actual clean statement. That, which is that I will co-sign, yes. <laughs> uh, not a very witchy movie. No. Halloween, Mom, you're not a fan of Halloween. True? True. I wrote a, pa- I wrote a paper in undergrad school about what you didn't like, and I wrote about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the gayest wow. holiday of all. Okay. <laughs> is it a gay holiday? Some people say, because it's sort of like, for a lot of young kids, it's like an excuse to like be weird or go out there, you know, to sort of be out there. Dress how you want for the first time. There's that. I think there's that element that people like about it. So what do you want to give this for witches? It's okay if it doesn't do well, because these are bonus categories. So it's not going to like negatively impact the Yeah, the but I'm just say one. If you one. Have to give some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, I'll go one as well. Uh, I'll also go one, giving it a one. All right, our next category, gay actors playing gay roles. Well, Uncle Max, played by Richard Hayden, he was gay. That actor in real life, yeah. Okay. On outmagazine.com, they had, he lived a quiet personal life and was well known in Hollywood for his cherished and lavish flower gardens, which he tended at his Beverly Hills home. Well, so I there mean, you go. That's how you came out in those days. You had a flower garden. You, you made a flower garden. Enough said, they would say. <laughs> <laughs> so the one gay role is pretty much played by a gay actor. Pretty good. That doesn't yeah. happen in movies from the 2000s. That's true. And I wonder if the Baroness is gay. The actress was not. Oh, okay. She uh, fell in love with one of the camera guys d- during filming and they ended up getting married. <laughs> Oh, wow. really? Yeah, isn't that sweet? Yeah, good thing she didn't marry the captain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to give this for gay actors playing gay roles? There is one. That's a rare true. one. Mm-hmm. So we should put, I'll put a two because I liked him. A two? I'll go three. Three? Well, he's never given, officially out. But for the ninth, for Sound of Music, what more, they couldn't, like this is, what more do you need? He's called Uncle Max and is seemingly not related to anybody. I'm giving this an eight. <laughs> he's coded gay and he's played by a gay actor. What more does this movie have to do? I'm um, giving an average of 4.33. All right, might make up some points here and appropriate for today. Themes of mothers. How would you rate the sound of music on themes of mothers? How much does it make you think about motherhood, being a mom? Well, a lot because Maria and her relationship. And then when you see the Baroness with the kids, like playing ball and all that. She is (laughs) super awkward. (laughs) Yeah, struggling. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, all the kids want to have a mother figure in their life. And also there's a reverend mother. Oh, yeah. Peggy Wood, thank you. Thank you, Peggy Wood. Your next one-man show, I believe. <laughs> um, I just I just can climb every mountain for 30 minutes. <laughs> just keeps building another key change. He just keeps no, naming more mountains. I will climb a mountain, do a little seed, and then, oh, another one. I got to climb that one next. Yeah, well, you could do it with that song, too. <laughs> yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. You could sell it, yeah. John at his peak, you might say. <laughs> That's what I hope our reviewer says, because imagine that quote on the postcard. Not his peak. His friend Mark. Top of the mountain. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to give this for themes of mothers? Oh, a 10. A 10. I'll go nine. Nine. Uh, I'll give it a nine. Sure. Give it a 9.33. All right. Next category, pearl clutching. 
I was like, how many people were like morally scandalized? Well, isn't that what how do you solve a problem like Maria? Yeah, that's what it's all pro- about. I think so. Or is nuns rosary clutching? <laughs> yeah, they don't clutch their pearls. No. They clutch their rosaries. You could have rosaries made of pearls, I think. You don't wear rosaries around your neck, do you? You can. Can you? Yeah. People do. I always thought they were like wrapped around your fists. Most people like hold them and carry them because it's like a thing that Attitude. you do like pray, but you can you can wear them. Is pearl clutching, uh, would we think the baroness in regards to like the children playing? She's kind of not into it. It's not really scandalized. She's not scandalized. She's sort of over it. Yeah. But the kids are doing it so she can't catch it. I think they're doing that on purpose too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're a shady bunch of kids. You know, they're not <laughs> they're putting frogs in people's uh, pockets and pine cones in there and spiders in their bed. I'm sure a lot of people at the show, at the show when the, the Von Traps were missing, were like, oh my goodness, at the festival. It's those awful children who terrorize everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or when they do the number, like, oh, we've never been to a party with a, where the kids do a closing number. Oh, that's not real. Well, they haven't been to the Flynn's at Christmas. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did, would you guys do that, saying goodnight to the dinner party? No, our stairwell was it, there wasn't good sight lines. I see. I see. The lighting. I remember the lighting. Yeah, wasn't good. bad lighting. <laughs> yeah, I do remember singing at one of your dinner parties, Mom. When I was little, I sang. Um, you guys were playing Trivial Pursuit, and I, I think I sang uh, Edith Bunker's uh, the theme to All in the Family. Do you remember? I this? remember. Oh, it's one of my formative memories. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Just yeah. out of nowhere, were you somehow prompted? Was I don't remember. You're just like, I no just one's paying attention to me. So. <laughs> Mark never was shy. <laughs> he had us really? laughing when he was three years old. You know? <laughs> oh, you know, I have a question I wanted to ask you. Do you have a, I would love it if you had a memory of a time when Mark was a child where he did something where you wanted to yell at him, but he said something so funny that you couldn't. I don't remember him doing anything bad, but I remember him being, you know, because you could talk to him and he'd hear you. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's different. I just remember one time when he was, we, where we lived, it was a, it was a straight long, long block. And so all the kids were in and out of each other's houses and stuff. And Stephanie or something, you said something, Mark, really rude to Stephanie. And I told you to apologize and you wouldn't. <laughs> You know, and so I made it, I made you go sit in a corner and then I go, come yeah. on, kids, let's have ice cream and all that. Stuff. <laughs> I lost my mother of the year award that day, you know, and finally he and goes, I still sorry, wouldn't sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Do you remember that? I hope not. I remember, but I remember thinking like, I didn't do anything wrong. I, that's all. I don't remember what <laughs> I said. I just remember thinking I was right. Her belt and her shoes did not match. I just, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, but you were pretty easy to raise. Both, I, I got lucky with both my kids who were pretty easy to raise. Nice. You hear this, John? I hear that. It's yeah. a dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, but well, see, Mark, you always you always made us laugh. I mean, he. but then I grew up laughing. Like his grandpa was so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I That's think right. it's in the, I think it's in the genes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we think we're funny. Maybe nobody else does, but. Plenty of people think Mark is funny. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you want to give this for pearl clutching? Probably a low number. I I just think how do you solve a problem like Maria is like pretty. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a number about being scandalized. Yeah. 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 About how about Maria. But that's pretty good. A whole song about it. That's true. Yeah. They then sing at her wedding. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll say a three. I was going to say a two, but I'll say a three. <laughs> three. You see where I get the tough scoring from, John. <laughs> I do. It all makes sense. <laughs> I'll give it a four. A four. Uh, I'll give it a four. Sure. Giving it a 3.67, which is three points lower than I, Tanya. All right. Our next category, quips. How quippy is Sound of Music? A lot of funny one-liners. There is the I have sinned moment where the nuns reveal the yeah, oh, yeah. parts. I think there's a couple. I think actually Captain has a few. Like at one point early on where he's talking with Marie, he says, you are obviously many things, not the least of which is repetitious. So that was a little shady. <laughs> and then when he's, when he's first talking with that one guy at the party who d- tends to be the Nazi, and he's, uh, I forget what that guy says to him. And he says, and in response, he says, oh, how clumsy of me. I meant to accuse you. There you go. And then also the Baroness says at one point, like, I'm sure you'll make a very fine nun. That's a little shady. <laughs> yeah. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely some stuff going on. There's some quips. Is this like the funniest show on Broadway? No, Probably not. It's not. I would hope not. That's a rough. That's a rough <laughs> it's a, year on it's Broadway. A slow year on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some cute moments. Uh, so what would you give yeah. her quips? For cute, like I'll give a four. A four. These numbers are so random. <laughs> That's all right. This is what I spend about four hours a week doing, Mom. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I will, if you I had will taught him to sew, back, he wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. How come you're not going to invite me back? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three sure three <laughs> that's Even an average of three sure all right now we are into the iconic categories so these categories we're going back to scoring from zero to 100 and these categories are sort of bigger uh, bigger broader sort of umbrella categories there's just a couple of them you'll see <laughs> all right so the first one how would you rate the sound of music in homoeroticism is there any homoeroticism where you think those two guys are going to do it uh, <laughs> i would say not a lot uh, just the <laughs> Sophia sister or it's sister Berta who makes her kiss the, f- kiss the floor whenever they have a disagreement. And also Sophia uh, says, when I'm with her, I'm confused and don't know who I am. Out of focus and which and she never knows exactly crushing, who I am. Hashtag crushing. Hashtag crush alert. <laughs> um, okay. All right. We're stretching. And then, okay. We're stretching here. I mean, this is how to music for God's sake. <laughs> And then it's just the Baroness and Maria when Maria's changing. That's just a very showgirls, Crystal Connors, no me Malone energy. I'm not saying this is 90. This is not as charged. <laughs> but for the sound of music, if you had to pick a no me and Crystal Connors moment in sound of music, it would be that one. Sure. <laughs> Someone put a gun to your head and said, make the parallels between sound of music and showgirls. You go, yes. John, put that gun away. John, I have it. I'm ready. <laughs> But not a lot of homoeroticism in this movie. This is not in and out. Yeah. No. Oh, that's another great movie. I love that movie. I own it. Right? <laughs> High praise. <laughs> <laughs> you own Sister Act. You own that. You own Fargo, I think. Yeah, I love Fargo. <laughs> that's great. Mamma Mia. Oh, Mamma Mia. Yeah, I saw that in San Francisco and brought your dad and I on, on the theater. On the st- Oh, it was. I could have sat through it twice. It was wonderful. (laughs) I love ABBA. (laughs) So, what do you want to give uh, the sound of music for homoeroticism on a scale of zero to a hundred? 
I'm going to put zero. I didn't. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I was going to say zero, but Mark, <laughs> after that little thing you said, I'll give it a three. Wow. I moved the needle. <laughs> yep. Um, that's what I call John, the needle. Um, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a six. I'm being very generous for some reason. <laughs> give it an average of three. All right. Next category, over the top wardrobe. Were there any like clothes where you thought this is too crazy, This, but you'll love it. I thought the the scene where the when the captain comes in and interrupts him singing my favorite things and like he's ready for bed, he has a tie on. He has like his his nighttime sure. bed tie, and I was like, that's silly. <laughs> that's, that seems unnecessary, especially since he's going to bed alone. Well, even like what was sportswear in the '30s in Austria? You know, it was literally sportswear. It was like, well, I'm going mm-hmm. sporting. It's not like what were they didn't have shorts and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't have to take then go to tie just because you don't What's have the chair. lounge wear. I mean, There's it was no probably all military for him. Yeah. Wool. Everything the Baroness wears is pretty over the top. Yeah. Her, her stuff with bows, the, yeah. ruff, the ruffled necks again for the nuns. That's very over the top. The pill top hat she wore, that little weird hat in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, she always wore that all match too, you know. Well, sure. Yeah. In the scarf. Yeah. She's a Baroness. <laughs> People got to know. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know. She was everything Maria wasn't. Also, Maria's wedding dress. That's true. A fourteen foot, uh, tra- fourteen foot veil train is a lot. And she just beamed down. I from thought the... that was. I thought that was over the top. Yeah. Yep. Also, nuns are over the top, right? Like this is too much. What are you doing? We get it. You like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like all black. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the fact you're wearing a hoodie, like this habit, like a whole gown and the, <laughs> this elaborate hoodie in the 1930s, like we get it. You're a nun. Why are you wearing are you, special? Clothes? Are you working backstage somewhere with your all black? <laughs> Yeah, you're moving around blocks in between scenes <laughs> during the mass scene change. Masses need more scene changes. Yeah, so what do you want to give this for over the top wardrobe? Maybe a four out of a hundred, out of zero to a hundred. Oh, out of a hundred, yeah, 40. 40. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, that works. Out. <laughs> I'll give it a 55. 55. Uh, I'll give it 60. I think we're, we're letting, letting nuns off easy. They look weird. <laughs> it's a big choice. <laughs> um, all right. This is the last of the iconic categories. Camp factor. How campy is the sound of music? I mean, you got bitchy nuns, which I think is always pretty campy. Sure. <laughs> always. Um, every time I see them. <laughs> always. Campy. <laughs> and all the all the kids seem to be really good and you know, perfect. Little you know, too. and that's not that's yeah, not real. <laughs> <laughs> when you have seven yeah, yeah. right it's gonna be one uh i could do my list should i do my list now let's do I'll that do list. list i got a quick list of campy things i know maybe this will help you with your score but i don't want to influence your score at all <laughs> in any way whatsoever but here's a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, you know it's going to be good when the opening credits list puppeteers rolling your eyes when holding your hands in prayer, a giant fountain in the center of town that depicts a horse drowning, being very condescending to a teen girl because you're a whole year older, sprinting inside a gazebo with your Nazi boyfriend, getting a kiss and going, wee, praying for children you just met. Uh, law, a note to follow so it's kind of phoning it in forgetting your children love you missing a cue in a puppet show offering to help your romantic companion become a nun saying who's hot and who's not at a waltz based on the elaborate production number an Austrian goodbye is almost the exact opposite of the Irish goodbye pink lemonade climb every mountain the Baroness (laughs) says you don't break up with me I break up with you 
Uncle Max's half-hearted Heil Hitler. Is Do Re Mi the best song ever written about tea with jam and bread? Using a singing competition to flee your country. The action sequence orchestral remix of my favorite things. Join and finally, it joins the Lord of the Rings in the great canon of movies with lingering shots of people climbing mountains. So I think it's fairly campy. <laughs> fairly campy. Things in here. But it's also like good. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> right. the funny stuff is funny. Mm -hmm. And it also looks, so it's not a lot of the unintentional right. humor in this. Is this one out of 100? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, I would probably put like 65. 65. Yeah, I think those puppets, the bitchy nuns, I think even just like doing a number at a party, like all your kids doing a number at a party, there's some sort of camp fun stuff there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll go 65 as well. 65. You know what? I'm going to go 65. We did it. <laughs> Given an average of 65. All right. Finally, this is the we're into the crown jewel. So these categories, we don't we don't rate them. We all agree either it gets it or it doesn't. So it's like a yes or no that we all agree on. All right. So the first one, sound of music, a 15% bonus for positive portrayals of homosexuality. I would say no, just yeah, because it has Uncle no Max well. and he's a bit wishy-washy yeah. in his anti-Nazi uh, stance. Well, I think it's, I think just because he never comes out and says he's, <laughs> like, I think if there's- well, a Yeah, way look at how the captain reacts to him. It's like, no, yeah. we can't be in yeah. the middle of the round. Like, well, at least they, no one got killed during the annexation. Mm -hmm. Like, no, sure. this is not okay, <laughs> Uncle Max. Right. I think he's probably, his thinking is probably like, look, there's, I don't need any more heat on me. So if I just sort of like go along to get along, you know, that's yeah, my that's, guess. Uh, Even though you would think that he would be more staunchly against it for that reason. But I think that's probably the counter. I mean, that's how the rise of Nazi Germany, because everybody said like, well, I'll just go along to get along. I don't want to rock the boat. I, I then... don't disagree with you. <laughs> so Uncle Max, blood is on your hands. All right. So it does not get the bonus. <laughs> and finally, Negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, that's it. We're done. Yay! So we have now, now that we've gone through all the categories, do you still think Sound of Music has scored pretty low? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I to be scored high, yeah. Well, Mark, how do we do? I think it did well. All right, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,361.20, The Sound of Music has scored 1,364.53, giving it a percentage of 57.79, making it the 51st gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but gayer than Waiting for Guffman. Huh. So okay, right. for a movie with no homoeroticism or, you know, I think that's or <laughs> I think that's that's okay. It's it did wrong. pretty well. Yeah. It's not wrong. It's a keeper. It's a, it's yeah. a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> no one's kicking it out of bed for eating crackers. No. <laughs> well, that's it, mommy. You did your first podcast. Congratulations. You were wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> then you can edit out all what you want. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Where was your mom? <laughs> yeah, your mom was on. <laughs> I just heard Siri the whole time. Um, mom, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Like possibly your website? Yeah. Your tell us about your, your book. Yeah. Tell us about I, your um, When I was, I started writing poetry when I was a freshman in high school. It was an English class and they um, 
told you to write a poem and I had no idea. So I asked my dad, how do you write a poem? And he goes, just rhyme the second and fourth word. So <laughs> I was my readers. It was my like Hallmark card years. You know, I would do birthday cards and make them funny, you know, and things uh -huh, like yeah. that. And, and I wrote about goofy stuff just more for fun. And then graduating and with a social worker and I worked for 13 years in an emergency room and I, I just loved it. But I, I heard so many amazing things that, that just touched your heart. And I've done now hospice for about 18 years and and that helps me process what I'm experiencing. And I feel like I'm a storyteller, but it comes out in the form of a poem because now I had a friend die of breast cancer in 19. 95, 97. And two months after Lady Di died, she died of breast cancer. And I started writing more like personal and experiences. And so I write a narrative with the poem to kind of give an idea. But when it's about patients and things with most of them, I change like their age, the diagnosis, how many kids so I'm not breaching confidentiality. And <laughs> I published daddy. a book called From the Heart that you can get on Amazon. But I have this blog that I've done since 2009 and I add a poem every weekend and I feel these stories just so need to be told and they're amazing. And I feel like if you read one and you, you take it on its journey, I don't own them. So, and that's the one that's www.hospicefromtheheart.blogspot.com. And I encourage everybody to log on and read them. And I'm so moved and touched and I retired. I was spiritually led to where I work now, hospice in Davis, but I retired from Kaiser, but I was, I never retired. I was spiritually led. And even when I walked into the place for the interview, I wasn't even looking for a job. And two hours later, they <laughs> offered me the job. And I said, yes. So I feel like it's my retirement job. And when it becomes work, I'll quit. And I just, I, it's a lifelong passion. And so you know, these stories just need to be told because they're amazing. I experienced so many amazing things and meet so many wonderful people. And I write it out because it helps me process it too. Oh, so. that's lovely. But you still don't dress as the Grim Reaper when you go visit these patients for Halloween. No, I have not. But let me okay. tell you, <laughs> I, I bet you 95% of people we meet use humor to cope. But like, I don't go in and say, did you hear about the rabbi, the priest? And, you know, but, um, you know, but a lot of people and then if they're twisted and perverted, like I grew up and Mark's grown up, you know, in a good way, if people Thank are that you. way, they perverted in a good way, <laughs> yeah. my good next way. one man show. <laughs> But they, um, they'll start where I'll start laughing so hard. I'm, I'm supposed to be professional here and tears are running because you're laughing. And as hospice employees, we use a lot of humor to cope too. It helps right, you of get course. up the next day and do this. So, you know, I just like, I just feel so blessed. I found my passion, like where Mark, you found your passion too. And that just, you know, makes me, it's wonderful because my kids are both doing great and we have fun. So we do have fun. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and you tell your stories beautifully. I should say everybody loves them. And uh, she's been published quite a few times in papers and spoken at conferences and whatnot. That's so check out the website. We got it in the show yes, notes. On the Give show us some notes. clicks. Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is All fun. Right. You guys are wonderful. You can tell how naive I am with movies. but <laughs> <laughs> You were great. You were absolutely delightful guests. Such a treat yeah, to have you Next time on. we'll have you on to talk about an episode of Criminal Minds or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> murder, but in a good way. <laughs> there you go. Sure, good murder. <laughs> That's your podcast. <laughs> All okay. right. Once again, and we'll, we'll be right, right back. back.
we're back. back. Oh, your mom was such a delight. She's the best. <laughs> Drew, uh, an angel. That's all I can say. hundred <laughs> uh, percent. So much fun. This whole mom series was really fun to do. It was fun. We love having yeah. moms on. Moms are great. Did you have fun with your mom? Were you nervous? Uh, not really. Were you? Did you feel nervous? I was a little because I wanted to do like a good job and I want, I was more nervous. Like, oh, I hope she's like relaxed. She's like barely knows what a podcast is. Right. Yeah. My mom and my aunt were the same thing. Where she wants like, me to like sure burn a CD with the podcast <laughs> on it so she can have it. And, like, <laughs> and I think we've already had it. She already has subscribed on the app on her phone. Right. But she doesn't know how to like get to it or doesn't think yeah, to do or, it. Yeah. Or it's buried behind, you know, a lot of like solitaire games or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the last page and she's got so many pages on her phone um so many pages no but she's best and uh yeah it was so fun to bring her into our world indeed indeed it was and she's so funny i'm glad people got to hear that she's very funny. <laughs> unsurprising given her offspring my brother is funny well uh we should we maybe we'll have him on someday brother's there's, day there was a brother is there a brother's siblings day who cares yeah. what does that mean you know what i mean i don't know but you know what does mean something? A hundred episodes. Oh, that's uh, about that many. It's about to be. Isn't that exciting? That is exciting. <laughs> I, it's going to come up quick. When we weren't looking, it just sort of was there. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's a hundred. We're a hundred. Yeah. So as uh, all of you wonderful listeners know, for, we're coming up on our 100th episode and we had an essay contest, which so many of you submitted to. Thank you so much. Yeah. So much fun. Like a... Uh, Dozens and dozens. Yes, it was, uh, was really surprising. We were worried that we'd get maybe two, but we've got uh, many more than that. It was like being on a scholarship committee. <laughs> and we wish we could give scholarships to everybody. Every, but we simply can't. Unfortunately, that's not how we had work. to make a decision. And it was not easy. There were like Absolutely so not. many wonderful. So many great choices, essays, great suggestions. So many. Some people did like PowerPoints. There yeah. was like graphics. It was uh, incredible. So Everyone, many great stuff. I was blown away. Yes. And the movie but that we, we had chose, to choose, we had to choose. On. And the one we chose was a classic, truly one that actually many people submitted this movie. The movie, of course, is The Wizard of Oz. Heard of, it? heard of it? Do you know it? If you're listening to this I've... podcast, and you have not watched Wizard of Oz. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> but yes, as we said, we had so many we had a couple of people submit this one. One was from a listener, Liam Garvin, who did a wonderful PowerPoint presentation. Very compelling submission. What's up, Queens? This is Liam Garvin calling in from sunny Washington, D.C., and I think your 100th episode should definitely be The Wizard of Oz, an iconic movie above all other iconic movies, still pervasive in pop culture, and it would do so well in so many categories. We got Judy Garland in her most iconic role. Basically, every other character's, character actress is making a big swing, especially Margaret Hamilton, knocking it out of the fucking park. Incredibly witchy. Very obvious musical potential. Drag queen inspiration and over-the-top wardrobe to spare. Surprisingly macabre, Dorothy straight-up murdering witches. Uh, nothing really outwardly homoerotic or gay, so it's not going to be female trouble, but for a kid's movie pre-World War II, that's pretty good. Also, we had one from David Strugar, another great essay, great, uh, great submission. Hello. The Wizard of Oz has stood the test of time for over 80 years as a foundational queer text. It's the gayest of the gay. Is it camp? A dancing scarecrow? A singing lion? Musical numbers on technicolor backdrops? Flying monkeys in vests? Little people with flowers in their hats? A witch fighting a girl over a sparkly pair of shoes? It practically defines the word. 
Does it come with over-the-top wardrobe? Try making an entrance in a magic bubble while wearing a tall tiara, a glittering gown, and wielding a wand. Is there homoeroticism? The movie gives us catty gay energy amongst Dorothy's friends and a compelling touch of femme butch sexual tension between Glinda and the Wicked Witch. And it's all led by one of our canonic gay icons, the legendary, the bisexual, the multi-talented Judy Garland. Very compelling cases. Yes, our guest next week is going to be Billy Fettweiss. We will let his his uh, argument speak for itself in next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. He makes the compelling, a tough argument that The Wizard of Oz is pretty gay. Yes. So we'll <laughs> see. Well. We'll Who see. knows? We don't know. I don't Could know. Could it be a musical? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Jury's out. Jury is out. But yeah, but that'll, that'll be fun. And thank you for coming along this journey with this, our own yellow brick road, That's as true. it were. Following it along with us. Yellow cast road? I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right. it's been a long night. It's I'm spitballing. I'm spitballing. Okay. <laughs> I just saw my mother, and you know, haven't seen her in over a year. So. Right? You, yeah, you got to get D to therapy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts or questions or things you want to let us know, you can email us at two old queens t w o old queens at gmail .com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens t w o old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, and if you have a moment, if you could go over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast, it really helps raise our profile and sort of beat that algorithm and help other people find the show. And so we really appreciate you guys taking the time to do that. Also, uh, we have merch. If you go to T Public and search for Tool Queens, there's a lot of great fun stuff you can buy there, help support the podcast. And also a percentage of the proceeds go to the Okra Project. So you're not just uh, helping the podcast out, you're helping real people out. And that's a really wonderful thing to do. And finally, we also have a Patreon. If you go to Patreon and search for Tool Queens, the retirement plan, you get more episodes, another episode from us every week for just $5 a month. And uh, right now we're going through all the Spider-Man movies to see which one's the gayest. So join us Very as fun. we swing through that journey. And uh, I believe that is it. I think that's it for us today. We we'll see it. you next time on the most momentous episode of Indeed. Tool <laughs> Ever! <laughs> we 100! <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.